All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Top of Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick, also known as The Conduit on YouTube and The Conduit on Spotify with the Top of Tuesday spiritual interview series. Um, today, we have uh, Daniel Cannoli. So we have so many titles for Daniel. He is a um, jack of all trades, master of none, also a sound healer, a breathwork facilitator, and he's also my best friend's boyfriend slash beloved. And I thought it would be perfect to have Daniel on for, you know, it is Valentine's Day as we are recording this. So I thought it was perfect to finally introduce a man on the podcast. So thank you so much, Daniel, for being with me right now and sharing this experience. I'm, I'm very excited. Thank you for having me. Uh, yes, this is a awesome opportunity and I just, I'm honored to be here. Great. So I'm like, you know, where should we start? Let's start with, well, last week we had Elaine on and, and we talked about the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And I know that you're in a very sacred relationship. So I didn't know if you wanted to talk a little bit about that and just shed some light for the listeners and the viewers on embodying the divine masculine in a sacred relationship. Sure. Um, so I had no idea what that was when I had sort of met Vanity, but maybe intuitively I've kind of always knew what that was because I was raised by um, my, my mother and father and my mother, they were just very loving to me. So I've always had, like, they were Christian. They just had certain values. So, and I, I was the youngest of three boys. I was spoiled. So I was sort of, um, I just ha had a certain um, upbringing that was always, um, it just made me like uh, know love and know what it was like to love other people. So um, uh, when I met Vanity, um, I, I didn't realize that like my mom kind of like treated me as a girl because she had two boys. And so I had the uh, a divine feminine uh, voice and uh, um, uh, idol in my life, not idol, but like um, example, somebody who kind of exemplified it to give my mother credit. So seeing that and seeing my father um, do that and also have the soft hand as well. So I think he uh, embodied both of them. So I watched it. So I, I knew it and I didn't really like uh, put it into words until I met Vanity when she like helped me like kind of just understand what what like how why why are you like so soft and like I like I cried as a child on the playground often when my kid used to fall down and scrape his knee or when I was I was a wrestler and I would never want to hurt or injure another kid I was very uh emotional and in tap with other people's emotions like no matter what and, like certain films and music always um you know would make me feel emotion very strongly I was I was that kid who uh would cried in class, whatever you, may, whatever you may call it for better or worse. But uh, I, th I think it's made me a very uh, a well-rounded individual at this day because uh, it's also brought me, like um, like I said, the wrestling martial arts as I requires to be masculine. So I've been very strong and very physical and uh, very nurturing when required. So vanity has just uh, helped me put it into balance and perspective into view in my life. I'm just very appreciative to her and for uh, the journey that I'm on and that she's on. And it's just, you know, it never ends. I feel like each day the task begins anew and, you know, it's just kind of a journey. I, I make mistakes and sometimes lose my temper still to this day and say things, but it's, it's this balance and it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's the yin and the yang. And uh, I'm just honored and blessed to have a partner who's intelligent enough. And I think healed enough to see when I'm making my mistakes 
uh, and I'm doing something to hold the space as I try and attempt to always do for her. And we communicate like this is how we need to be loved and like our, 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 our love language. And just it's very uh, refreshing after being in relationships in our past that we feel that weren't the best and stuff. So it's, uh, you know, like I say, a journey and just uh, uh, I'm so grateful and thankful to Vanity. She's my beloved and thankful for your union as well. And I was upset there was a period where you guys had, uh, you know, you're like up and down down as well it's just interesting it's just probably made you stronger i think as soul sisters to this day having experienced like the good the bad and just you know to be able to compare uh compare everything so that's sort of my my tangent spiel just about my love vanity who i love and miss dearly <laughs> i love it i love it all good with the tangents here we can go off on tangents whenever you know um just letting everything kind of flow but yeah you did touch on that yeah we did have a little bit of a falling out for a couple of months. I'm so bad with time. Her and I are really bad with time, linear time. Um, right. But yeah, it definitely, I think that was part of my sister wound, um, you know, just having expectations and th those sorts of things. But then, you know, um, we did come together and our friendship is so much stronger now. And um, you know, we did the shamanic Rose Priestess mentorship this last summer and she came and stayed with me and, you know, she's just been such a solid, you know, friend in my life. And it's just such a blessing to have her in my life as well as you. Um, you guys are definitely um, an inspiration as far as healthy relationships go. So um, I think that's really beautiful what you said about, you know, open communication and, and love language, which I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. So what would you say is like your love language? And I'm like, I wonder what vanities is like, I'm sure I could guess it, but you know, I'm wondering <laughs> what your, your love language is. Oh, uh, it's interesting. So it's, I think some of it is like, um, I have like weird, not standards, but like, I, I don't like to break this astrologically, but it's like, I guess it's sort of related to like the first couple of my, like it, it fits the mold. Like, I, I kinda, like I, I'm like sort of a hermit in a sense where I like my little time to like just be by myself. So I like when like, it's just like, like I'm like sensitive to light and sound sometimes even weirdly. Like I like when it like, the, like the, to turn the lights down and like, just like watch a video and not like, like speak, but honestly, just be silent and be to myself. So it's my language is, is, is like when to know when to let me do my thing and when to, uh, you know, like to, 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 um, communicate and stuff. And so to uh, just, you know, get stuff done for the house and household errands and things like that nature. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. And I think it's good that you guys have that level of open communication, which you said has been different than other relationships. So like, what would you say kind of made you realize that, you know, your relationship with vanity was unlike other relationships, you know, how, what made you kind of realize that, this was like your person. Hmm. It was like a feeling. Like it, it, it was like this. It was hard because like it was just a synchronicity after synchronicity. So it was like not like one thing I could point to. It was just like an abundance of things, and like it just happened all so naturally. And I, I, I had I had like fear equated to it in the beginning, and like it's it was just. I just had stuff to deal with a little bit as far as relationships, but it was easy with vanity. And like, cause I just was like, all right, like, this is what I'm feeling. Every time something would pop up, 
I would just sit down and like talk to her with like at a table, like with like our hearts, like just, just, just like work it out. Just like speak openly to like work on the thing, like the, the wounds and traumas. And like, it's, you know, it's, it's like I said, each day the task begins anew, but it's the, it's the willingness and like the, the heart and the love that comes from like, it's just, it's, it's just that space of like being able to like make these mistakes and like not be afraid that like somebody's going to misjudge you or you're going to like be like, um, it's, it's just weird. It's, 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 it's really hard to just put one single thing, but I guess it's just that, that general, like, um, yeah, like it, it's okay to like be wrong. Like it's just growth. It's just, honestly, it's growth because vanity is not the same vanity when I met her and like, I'm not the same Daniel. It's just like, we get to be like multiple like partners and like, like at the same time with this one individual, it's just, uh, yeah, so it's just that, that space, it's that space that we hold for each other. I think that's really beautiful. And I just listened to this uh, recording, you know, maybe a couple weeks ago now, this this spiritual teacher named Matt Kahn. Do you know Matt Kahn? The name sounds familiar, but I can't yeah. put anything to it. Yeah. He's a really high vibe being who does a lot of channeling and, and all that. And he talked about soul contracts and relationships. And essentially, like, you know, we have these sacred soul contracts and, you know, as long as there's respect and, you know, nothing kind of uh, filters into the land of abuse, like you can continue to like, you know, revamp and redo your relationships. And yeah, like you said, like, I know like vanity, you know, is not the same vanity as, you know, and you're not the same Daniel and I'm not the same Lindsay as, you know, I was Absolutely. in November or even, precisely even literally like last week, I'm not the same Lindsay. Like we're constantly shifting and evolving. And I think that as long as you can hold a space of mutual love and respect towards each other and have that honest, open communication, then, you know, I feel like a relationship will continue to succeed. I mean, that's just me saying that I'm not in oh, one thank right you. now. Thank you. Yes, know what thank I mean? you. I, yeah. Well, you've been in relationships and you have the compare, like, and like, this is from like the optics of, of what we're saying here. So thank you, Lindsay. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just like love you guys. And, um, I definitely want to talk more about your own personal healing journey. So let's talk about that. Cause I know that's like the whole point of top with Tuesday is, you know, the guests discover, talk about how they discovered God's source spirit. So just would love to hear about your personal journey. I know music is a big part of who you are. So just, uh, I know, I remember seeing a bit, I seeing you play in your band with Vanity like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, and that was at a bar and that was so much fun, but you've like evolved so much since then. So I know that was a lot of questions in one question, but that's just how we're rolling tonight. So. I got you. Uh, spiritually, I was raised uh, Christian, and um, I had like a, I was baptized in a, a church. It was a Princeton Alliance church. Uh, I did like youth group, did a little bit of Boy Scouts with the church. I was very like you know, and we had like uh, care circles and like a community. So I saw the the the, the uh, benefits and like all the positivity and the love and the gift giving and the abundance that comes from just that sort of a. Uh, that, that angle of stuff and music as well because I eventually found about myself um, playing guitar and a, a worship uh, the band like playing rock guitar to an extent with like with a little bit of distortion and some delay and some reverbs and making some an ebo and some, some cool effects so it was a it's a really cool uh, side to it um, I wound up um, 
look, I'll just be honest, just to be real, I wound up losing my father and sort of kind of stepped away from that church community, just, just sort of the, that's the way things played out, uh, just is what it is. And um, that's, it's part of the journey. Um, I went through a bereavement counseling and I had a, a long time uh, just to, to heal from that. Uh, to this day, so I'm sure it's, I'm still like, it's like a, I describe it as like a, like a, a cannonball chest is blown into your, your stomach and it heals up slowly like a Wolverine wound. And then it blows up like smaller and smaller. Like each, each it like happens again and again, but each time it blows up, the, the hole is a little bit smaller and smaller and smaller, but it'll never go away. And it's always like this, like, and sometimes it goes even like to like the start again, if it's like a big anniversary, like a 10 year or something. So it's, that's part of, as far as my spiritual journey, I sort of turned my back on um, the religion aspect, the Christian aspect, and find myself a little bit lost for a little while there and not realizing um, what, what I was like, how, how could like, how could that happen? How could God take such a soul that was so giving and beautiful as my father? But um, just is what it is, it's part of the journey. Um, but I'm here today. I'm here today to tell you like what I've become, what I'm able to um, process and what I was able to do. Um, yeah, I, I went through a lot of healing. Um, some of it was with a shaman in uh, Massachusetts with Three Trees and Greta, where they put me on their table and they did a, a, a thing over top of me. And like, it was very powerful and it was very profane. And I cried and I laughed and I just found this ability to, to like tap into this, like, let go. It's not yours, Daniel. Why are you holding this? And like to this day, even just a couple seconds ago, it'll come out and like, I just I can like tap into the emotion. I can feel that same that same pain, but it's it's a it's a strength. It's honestly like a um, like I said a, a, a like a conduit that I can have for uh, other clients for healing, just for the ability to um to uh, be empathetic. So um I got that's I, trees and Greta they did that to me, and I was like I want to do that for other people. But they, what they just did for me is like something inside me deep down was like you can do this, and you should be doing this, and you're not. And I was like oh, shit. And like, even like that makes me uh, tearful because it's that profound. That's when, you know, you found something like think, cause I am trying not to cry. I don't want to cry. I don't want to do that. That's the man. That's the, like, you should be crying, but it's okay. Cause I'm going to grow from this conversation. I'm going to be help myself and maybe help somebody else. And that's what we're here. And that's what I'm here to do. So um, they helped me that I watched that. I was like, that's so cool. And like, it also brings it to the music. Cause I watched tree plays the hand pan play the flute and i'm like i can do that and like i've, I've done that in other lifetimes i'm like I've, my dad was a drummer even like rhythm is inside me it's in my cellular cellular dna it's in my my history and i have to use it and i have to do it and start doing it and i just have been ever since that first retreat recording non-stop and like making music and rhythms and just flutes and didgeridoos and everything i can get my hands on i'm like i can do that because once you view the way broadly you can do it in all things if you can get good at uh, calligraphy, if you can get good at booger sculpture, anything, I don't care. You can get good at uh, like any art if you see the way. It's just mental. Like, it's like this thing where it's like 80% mental and 20% skill. It's in a rap song. They say it. It's like <laughs> they're giving you the keys. And it's, uh, it's up to you to lock yourself out of the door or to walk through. And we're here, you, I, to be the to a conduit for other people and ourselves to show the vehicle for human potential show what we're capable to really do here so thank you Lindsay. and uh yeah that's that's my spiritual musical journey into a little little spiel there a little motion too yeah yeah it was so beautiful and i just love how <laughs> you openly express yourself and you know i'm here to support you in that space and 
it is, it's a powerful story. You know, I'm, I'm so sorry about the loss of your father. I think the way that you explain that and it's okay to have emotion behind it still. I don't think that there's a time stamp on grief. I think it's really beautiful that you've sought out, you know, your, your bereavement counseling and then other modalities, shamanism, music, ther- hertz frequency. I know you also do the sauna ice bath routines and uh, I see oh, yeah. you in your cold therapy. And I definitely want to talk to you about that, but I appreciate your openness and and I just think it it's like God or source, you know, give gives us these really challenging scenarios and situations. And that's the time where, you know, you even said, and I just got chills that, you know, I turned my back on my spiritual community for a time. And then you go back and 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 you go towards the light to find your healing. And then it's like this, it starts to open up your heart. And then like now you're starting to share your gifts and and also become a facilitator and a, a conduit, a channel for other people's healing. And it's like, it's such a beautiful, like full circle type of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. And I just thought it it's, was really. Yeah. It's a hero's journey. It's it's in like mythology. Yeah. Totally like it's part of the thing. Yeah. Yes. The hero's journey is yes. It's like, I don't know. It's it's just like the it's like the way I don't know why that just came through but like the thought of the Mandalorian but it's like this is the way but like it is the way this is the way yeah, like going through your pain and finding the light on and, the other and side becoming friends with it incorporating it there's so many words for it these days people call it like the shadow all that stuff but it really truly is like if the more you fight it, the bigger it just becomes and it becomes like chaotic in the life. And that's like the dark night of the soul. And I think it's unconscious uh, creating and manifesting because you're not dealing with this aspect of yourself. That's this shadow or whatever it is. But as soon as you like become friends with it, you can focus your channel and you can get what you want. And it becomes, it's, it's, it's more conscious creating more. Con- it's, that's yeah. I, I, that's what my understand my understanding has become because when I don't know, I say, I don't understand that. But when I become aware of it, I, be, I change my words and I say, I, inter- I become understanding of things. So, yeah. I think that's really beautiful. And also it's a very elevated way to like use language and just, I think you are an inspiration for other men to pursue healing and pursue these open conversations and openness and accepting their emotions. And I think it's like, I'm so grateful that, you know, it's you right now and we're talking and it's like, you know, the night of Valentine's day. (laughs) It's just divine. It is so divine. Like it really is like, I'm just so grateful. I want to tell you a story actually, because I know you'll love it. And I think I told vanity it. I think I texted it to her because it was just so magical. So I think the divine masculine has been like kind of holding me um, lately in a beautiful way. Cause I know, you know, we're not going to get into detail about my personal life, but my last relationship was pretty toxic and abusive. And um, I've had a, a hard time processing things, but I've been keeping my heart open as much as I can. You know what I mean? And so Friday night, you're going to, you are going to love this Friday night. I treated myself to a private sound healing by a local facilitator. She is amazing. It was so beautiful. I saw all these images of Mary Magdalene and like the chalice, like the Holy grail, like all things. And I realized like, I, I am that the divine feminine. So then naturally I was hungry after and I wanted sushi. So I went to my favorite sushi spot and I sat at the bar 
ordered, you know, my drink and my rolls. And there was this man who sat next to me and he just started talking to me very friendly. Like I could feel his energy was really good. Um, and he said he was visiting from out of town and that he had recently lost his wife. And so we chatted about that. And then he shared it with me that it was his birthday. And like, we just had a nice time talking together. And at the end, he literally picked up my tab. Like I didn't know this guy before. And I cried at the bar to him. Like, I mean, I I was not drunk, but I cried. And I was like, listen, sir, like, you don't understand how much that means to me. And he wasn't like, Ooh, baby, I'm going to buy you dinner. Like it wasn't like that at all. It was, it was so sincere and genuine and it was just so beautiful. Like, I just was like, thank you universe. Like, thank you for showing me like gentlemen, the divine masculine. Um, so I thought you would love that story. And I thought, God, that is such a perfect experience to happen. Like I knew you were going to be on the podcast. Like, you know, coming up in the next couple of days. And it's just been really great. I've been having some really um, just divine experiences and I'm just very grateful to the divine masculine. <laughs> so I'm That's just beautiful. wanted to share that. Yeah. Oh, is it like when you're in your divine feminine and then a divine masculine appears? Is like, can you elaborate on that? Is it, is there something to like, does it feel better or something? Is it just a balance to the universe? Like, could you elaborate? Yeah, I guess I can. I mean, I just felt, you know, I have, you know, since my last relationship ended, I feel like there's been, I've done a lot of work on myself and there's been a lot from the inside. You know what I mean? It's, it's all to me every, well, you're going to understand this because you're a musician first, right. Mm -hmm. And a healer, everything Mm -hmm. is frequency, you know, Uh, everything uh, is (laughs) right? Everything is frequency. So like I have been working on shifting my inner frequency. So healing that inner frequency, like before I, I guess I was attracting, you know, I did attract a man who did not appreciate me and abused me. And now it's so amazing. Wow. (laughs) Shifting. I know it's crazy. And then shifting your inner frequency so that those energies can't even come into like my vortex or come it's like magnets. My... Lindsay, totally. It's a, yeah. So, you know, yeah, exactly. So I feel like it's a matter of holding um, self-respect and high level of self-love for myself. And then it's like those, I can't even, I talked about this with Sunny Pakanen. She was like second on the podcast. And we talked deeply about somatic frequency work. And I've done a lot of sessions with her, but it's like, sometimes it's like, how many times have you driven down a, sh- a street in Hamilton, Jersey? And maybe you didn't notice a house or you didn't notice a restaurant. And then all of a sudden you notice it. It's, she explained it as then it's, coming your frequency is like coming online to that or mm. if that makes sense i feel it's like, like a radio station and it totally makes resonance yeah, it's i totally get like what you're saying the radio station so it's like it's also now every everything we're sovereign beings we're sovereign beings and everything is also a choice and it's just been a lot of of work and yeah i'm trying to hold my own space as the divine feminine and what i will accept and what i won't accept and now some of it is not even coming into my field that's incredible wow thank you that helps me <laughs> did i even explain it, it that's no that's uh, you did like because that's what i asked you like telepathically in a sense like so yeah that's perfect like that, that's <laughs> that's exactly what i was like going for though that's what i was going for i mean 
Okay, great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, I think everything is a choice. And for me, you know, the big lesson was, you know, I did get the messages from my higher self and then I wasn't listening to them, you know, and now it's like, I'm going to listen to them, even if it's an initial discomfort, you know, I'm yes, gonna... that's so important. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, so you know, like I could like, you know, be with somebody or, you know, be on dates and stuff, but it's like, I am just listening to my inner being. And if it doesn't feel like a, an alignment, full alignment, then I'm just saying, I'm just saying no to those things. And like if it's a, maybe it's a no, even. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like the law of attraction teachings. It's like, if it's not like a, absolutely, then it's like, eh, you know? And so I'm just done living that way. I'm, I'm more living in alignment with my inner being. And when it's a yes, I go for it. If I get an intuitive message that feels good and I go with it. And then if it's not, it's not. And then also my view of, of sexuality and, and that whole thing has shifted. It's completely sacred. You know, it's a sacred Mm. energy exchange. And Elaine and I kind of talked about this a little bit, but like, I don't believe in casual relationships like that anymore. That's just not who I am anymore. So yeah. I even bring it to like, I'm careful who I let touch me. And like, honestly, like it's who I let in my auric field. Like, I know that's silly, but it's like, it's I'm honest it's that 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 has some an effect as well even further like to what you were saying like because I agreed fully like that it's a sacred gender exchange and I can think about how some of my exes I've been I've had to like deal with like stuff because of that of like the people I've been with it's like oh yeah I'm sure that's why I act a certain way sometimes funny because I've had a, a exchange with this person in the past who was unconscious I know I like yeah, and, and that's this what whatever that is when it comes up in this current relationship with vanity. It's just I don't know like specifically, but I, I, I assume that's why I'm a jerk sometimes or something. I just I just I, it's like I, I'm I'm short or I'm short whatever it may be whatever example I can't come with something specific, but it's yeah it's it's like we're, it's, just be conscious be conscious of who you let touch you. <laughs> I think all of it. It's just like be energy conscious, like just being yeah aware of who you allow in your space because our time and our energy are priceless. So it's like, yeah, even allowing who is in your, in your org field, like you said, it's, I think it's really important to be picky. Yeah. Have your standards and you're just keeping, that's it. Whatever it is. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be picky. That, that's a, I, I don't, I, I would prefer to just to use, I, I understand it's the same thing. But I would just describe it as like, I have a standard I'm holding to it. Like, like, a, like a different kind of, yeah, but it's the yeah, same I guess thing. It's a different connotation. You're right. That's, that's more of like yeah. a positive type of uh, awareness, but you know, we're, we're all humans. So sometimes like we that's react true. or we, you know, are jerks or we need our space or, you know, we're spiritual. tables and stuff. Yeah, yeah. totally. I, I gotta absolutely. Yeah, like we're spiritual. I think I have to honor that sometimes. Like I don't, I don't really often acknowledge that unless I'm in a combat situation or something. It's funny about. I'm always just trying to like smooth things over with people, and like I, I find that of myself. Like it's like I try to like just make things like cool, like, like Scorpio style, like wear a mask, like it's all good. But like I, in in combat, I can express myself that way. It's just I have trouble doing that. Like conversationally i'll be honest yeah 
Yeah, um, that's funny. You said Scorpio style. I have a lot of Scorpio <laughs> in my chart, but yeah, I think it's, you know, I think that's also like an aspect of being human, like being these spiritual beings and in, in human, we're having a human experience. Like we came here to be human and to have this experience in the matrix. So like balancing that all out and then, yeah. you know, we can also fall into, you know, smoothing things over or being a people pleaser just because we don't want to rock the boat. And sometimes that can be ch- more challenging to express ourselves and open up our throat chakra. But you know, those tough conversations are also the moments of immense growth, growth, (laughs) gross, you know, as long as you can express yourself with respect and an unconditional sense of love, even if you're not agreeing with that person, you can still have respectful communication. And that was like a big problem in my last relationship. It's like, I wasn't allowed to like have my feelings and I was screamed at and called names and like, you know, some people can handle that, but I think words are spells and I, I couldn't handle that, but that was just, you know, a little fraction of the the iceberg underneath all the problems, but I couldn't really deal with, with that. So, you know, but I guess my soul had to go through that experience to learn how to not accept that anymore. And then also now like sticking up for myself and what's right. And, you know, hopefully being an inspiration for other women to even get out of those situations and just be empowered and move forward. Yeah. Your inspiration, even to me, I was going to say, like, just to see like a human go through that, like that, not even to break, like, yeah, just your spirit in general and stuff. So we love you. We send you, yeah, so much love. You're amazing. I love you guys too. So, um, yeah, well, already we're like, I love how this conversation is just going in different directions, but, um, would love to hear about, you know, your, what you, what you've learned as far as like facilitating a sound healing for somebody, like, what is that like? Like how many instruments do you play? Like all, tell us all the things sure um it's fun uh i've done it uh a handful of times honestly i've done it for a couple friends for vanity and a few people when i was on a retreat um i just lay everything out and like just this conversation i don't really have a plan you just kind of like let you got to get out of the way out of your way and let um kind of spirit and kind of let like so like I'll, i'll take certain precautions like i'll go outside and step on the ground first before it to ground myself I'll say a prayer, uh, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Spirit, uh, please bless this healing or please bless this hand that every, you know, it makes me of a healing frequency for myself and those around me. And I am blessed. Mother Earth, please bless this hand. Uh, please transmute all that long, no longer serves the healing energy. And we are blessed. I'll honestly do that silently or sometimes aloud. It depends on the situation, but it's uh, a lot of it is the, the divine mythos. I like to call in uh, the Heavenly Spirit. I like to make sure like, everything's um you know uh, paid paid respect to and you say thank you for this healing that's about to occur in the beginning and at the end i say thank you for the healing that has occurred just taking it out of my hands and putting it in the hands of like the like you know like here's the spirit and everything else like like jesus whatever the person honestly believes in because like it's many different names it's a different vocabulary and like uh all the instruments that are laid out again is just different vocabulary 
but uh, I, I have a template as far as I like to first break up energy and I like to use my uh, Buffalo drum because I think that's a good, what I was, what I was taught was that's a good uh, device to first break up energy and like break up anything that may be latched on or if there's any stickiness. And then I would go through with um, uh, the rattle to see how sticky it is. Cause I have a, I have a Peruvian rattle and I spin it over each chakra depending on how it spins honestly to me i feels like I, if it spins bad something's not clear and if i like if i take the rattle and i like clean it up by like spinning spinning the rattle at a certain so i'm using like the freak with the sciences what it is is it's, it's entrainment and it's like a high pitch so it's going to get whatever's floating around there to stick to it and i use my intention this frequency plus intention equals healing to stick that energy to the rattle and i have an invisible fire or often I have a, have a YouTube up of a fire and I fling the energy into the fire, transmuting it and sending it back into the universe. That's, that's the major uh, modality of this, the healing. The sound healing is just an easing of resistance of one's aortic field. So if there was anything going on in your aortic field, I would use a tuning fork or a, um, I would use a rattle to, uh, to get something to stick to. I would even use the tuning fork as another technique to see if, if there's anything like to drag and drag and drop and click your energy back into your chakra and fill the chakra. Now I'm, I'm still a, a novice of this, to my honesty, I, I'm a novice, but I'm, I'm learning. And I, I, this is my technique and this is my, don't listen to me, take whatever's useful and go use it. And what's resonant. So I feel like I know everything about sound healing and I know nothing because I don't know what I don't know. So I'm willing to just, if you have something, tell me, and I, I, anybody, like the universe, tell me, and I'm, I'm going to uh, learn. It's a journey, and I'm going to uh, eventually master my craft. But as it is right now, um, this is where I am, and this is what I like to use and I like to do. So I'll, I'll do all of that. I'll, I'll like to uh, balance the chakras, and then I'll often play a little handpan and maybe do a little meditation at the end and just kind of just do some calm breathing in myself. I find when I'm breathing calmly and I'm feeling grounded, it helps the person to be grounded just because of the natural of us being in our auric fields because ours, ours, they sort of intertwined. So the more I'm doing my homework and my spiritual hygiene, which I think is very important because when you pick up that phone to call somebody, if you don't do your spiritual hygiene, you don't know who's, it's a two-way street and you're not sure who's calling back sometimes. So it is important as the sound healer or whatever it is to maintain and do your spiritual hygiene. So you're sure it's your ancestors. It's my G the Jesus I believe in, or whatever it is that just, that's on that phone when you're picking it up to help that client. I mean, that's just, that's huge. That's a huge part of it. And, um, and, and uh, that's, I, it's just my opinion. So it's, take it as you may. But um, if you're not, like I said, I think that's, it's, it's, you know, you can get a, you get a little tricky, but um, so yeah, that's really it at the end ends with a little meditation uh, usually 45 minutes to an hour, uh, whatever the moment calls for. Um, if, um, for example, I had a few things where I was like having things all you can put the hand on the ground on the shoulders or the ankles. There's all these little like techniques that I'm learning that are, uh, they're beautiful and I, and I love it. And I love like finding out what people do to, uh, help each other and be the conduit and be the conduit for each other's healing. So thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. I think that's awesome. That sounds amazing. I want to get a sound healing from you. <laughs> um, yeah so i'm wondering like what is your favorite instrument the flute and the mm -hmm. handpan the flute and the handpan it's, it's toss up right now probably the flute because i'm just My. yeah i love it uh it's just so naturally i don't know i, I like because i can do breath work when i'm playing the flute I have to like control my diaphragm and I can like, 
you know, vibrato when you sing. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. It's just like it's fun and circular breathing because circular breathing is fun too. I'm trying to build that up because I want to play the didgeridoo because that's next on my list. But right now the flute is my jam. I, I love playing. I play it probably every day. Yeah. Yeah. I have I love like the flute too. And then, I mean, just from a tonal perspective, right. The flute is a higher pitch. So then that is also, is that opening up the higher chakras then? Absolutely. I do have a, bass flute so i do and i have i have a middle and a high i have three flutes i have the bass the middle and tenor but they still in the higher register as you mentioned they're still in the, the higher the hertz areas so absolutely correct yeah but i still I love- get the notes like the different c through like you know c through f you know sort of get them all at least I love the different Hertz frequencies. Like I often listen to those like to go to sleep or even when I'm waking up and it's like, you know, I think I read somewhere that the Beatles, all their songs are like in 432 Hertz, which mm. is like the heart frequency. Right. Mm. And the Bob so Marley I- did that. So I, I, I went to my first, uh, healing with that in mind. I, I just purchased the sandpan, uh, this handpan at 440 hertz. And I was like, uh, tree trees. I was like, what do I do? I got to return this. I got to get 432. He was like, dude, hold on a second. Sit down. I want to I talk to you. And he like kind of broke it down for me because as far as that stuff goes, like a frequency, when you hit like a, like a, it wavers. It's not a single, unless you get a Rafe machine and a computer and you hit it, that is a single, it looks like a rectangle. A frequency looks like a waveform and it goes up and down. So this 432 hertz, I have trouble understanding even myself to this day. What does it mean when you say your music? Because I have an acoustic guitar in the other room where it is tuned to 432 hertz and it's slightly flat from 440, which would be what concert A is in regular music. But I, I know that I know the Dr. Iyamoto water experience. I know all these things. But it is also my understanding that that was done at a certain place on the planet at a certain time with a certain group of people with certain intention, and they got water to freeze a certain way. Has that been uh, replicated? I think it has. Somebody told me I have to do my due diligence. But so I'm just saying frequency plus intention equals this thing. So as far as like the, the semantic, semantics, if you could help me to understand even like does 440 look ugly in the sand? Is that what we're saying? If you put a, a plate down and you put 440 hertz on it in sand, it would vibrate and it would look ugly. So if you did 432, it would look geometric. Is that what we're saying? I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we talk about these things as they're absolutes, whereas there's a shaman back in the 1700s. He didn't have a machine to register his frequency. He just hummed at the dude in front of him and, it res- and he matched the tone. He was listening to the person's chakra, I think. This is my speculation, my theory, is he could hear or see the energy and the person's thing. And he would, oh, and he would just, it would match it. When you match it, even in like cellular biology, you can destroy cancer cells by matching the frequency. I know, I know the studies, I've watched it. So I understand that like there's a certain quantum science where if you match the frequency of something, you can use it to destroy something. So this shaman's looking in this dude's body and he's like, all right, that don't look good. Uh, and he's destroying it in his mind. And he's like cleaning him up. So when this 432 versus 440 argument comes into play, I'm like, it's almost like, okay. does that even matter? I, I think it's good and it's great because it's intention. I think people are making these sound bowls that cost like $1,100 and they're like, we got to have a good reason to charge somebody $1,100. Let's call it 432. And like people will be like, <laughs> yeah, that's worth a lot of money. Like that's worth money. So, so I, I could be, my answer is not absolute. 
I just say could be, but frequency plus intention equals healing. So it's good. So if it's like the, it's intention is, this is an earth flute. It's 432. It's the frequency <laughs> of the earth. I'm like, oh, I love that. That makes me feel good. Give me that. I play it next to a tree and I'm positive and I think it, and I believe it because I believe it in my head. It exists. It all starts there. It really does. Like, you think and you I can. love that you, I love this. Is that a Daniel Canuli original frequency plus intention equals healing? Or did you learn That's that? That's my Sifu mentor, Three Trees. He gave that to me. Oh my God, that is yeah. so powerful. Yes, because that's what it's all about. It's like, and the longer that I'm also on the spiritual shamanic path, it's like everything is intent. Because I used to be like, oh wait, but I don't have my rose quartz crystal and I don't have my labradorite or I don't have my mm. sage with me or I don't have my Palo Santo. I can't do that. And then the longer I'm on this path, it's like, no, all you need is, no, no, is no, really right. in, okay. intent. That's yeah. where it starts. Like I'm actually leading, you know, a Reiki one certification class next month. And I did like an intro to Reiki uh, with, yes, I did. Yes. I did an intro to Reiki class and I'm explaining it and I'm like, you know what? Like, and I'm pointing cause my, you know, I have my degrees on the wall over here and I have my other one over there and it's like, okay, so there is this certification that we go it gives you permission. It gives you permission to do it, man. That's what it is. Like I yeah. have them too. I'm like, what do I do with this? And like, but it's, it's all permission. really just intention it's all yeah. intention but you know for the meat sack that we are we need these tangible things to make it all make sense it's almost yeah. like <laughs> right it's almost like using so cards to take a look at what's going on in your energy field and it's like well i can look at what's in your energy field but the cards make you believe it more because it's something you can touch and and feel and you see read and the thing, right as i like go to chapter page 32 and you're like wow that says that's that's right it works yeah. every, I, I watch people get cards written by vanity and i watch them their faces and i'm like oh this is so funny it's like so cool it's so cool to see like it profound cool. moments happen but you know just like you said before like even just about like god or jesus or spirit there's so many different names it's like many rivers sure. one ocean it's like that's the same way with the spiritual path it's like okay, well maybe, you know, spirit's going to communicate to you through music or spirit's going to communicate to me through a card reading, or I feel like God source spirit, you know, great spirit, whatever you want to call it, like presents itself to you in a way in which you can understand it. That mm. makes sense it's to your to inner least. being. Or I say it's trying to at least and it's up to the individual to our free will to hear it or like to to like answer you know what i'm saying yes to use your yeah because we're sovereign we're sovereign we can pick we can choose and absolutely i think you're right i think it's isn't that just so beautiful though like about spirituality and like just the path yeah. of being like because it's it's also like it's sometimes it's hard to like have a human experience but like it's part of the deal here it makes you think like you're more to me i see it as we're more one and then like i even like to equate the uh, uh electro universe theory to this which explains everything it's like the way that that's why distance reiki works is because there's like these birkeland currents of energy that exist this web between all of us so there's a universe of, of connectivity instead of separation of darkness as they're told about in gravity theories as far as i'm this is my I'm very amateur. I'm just repeating things that I read, but to my, under, my understanding of things is this, I vibe this idea of like, 
connectivity and light instead of this darkness and separation. I just think that's pretty. And I just, I like sharing that, like the, the electric universe theory and it's, we're all connected in like, like there's no right way in spirituality. And like, I'll bring that, like here's science to go with the spirituality to make it like make sense to you. Or is this your gateway? Is this, will this get you into this understanding of universal oneness? If you look at it, like through molecules and like electric and current, like that's, yeah, that's my, my angle on certain people. <laughs> I think that uh, I talked about this. I feel like every podcast that comes up that science and spirituality are one, like they mm. interweave with each other. Like one supports the other. It's like that. It's like the yin yang. And I kept looking at your yin yang tattoo on your, oh, yeah, yeah it's, I have like, I have like the moon and the sun and I have yeah, them purposely on opposite wrists. Cause it's all about like, yeah, the, the balance, divine feminine, divine. I have masculine. the dark, the dark and the light. The 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 it's the light, the dark, the light and the dark, the dark, dark and the light, and then life. I have I haven't broken down. Yeah. Oh, I love I that. That's so cool. I love that so much. Um, but it's almost like I love that what you're talking about, and I don't really know what that theory is. If you can kind of can you nutshell what it means. Yeah. Um, so like space, even like the planets and like, so again, this is go, going with like the heliocentric or not, whatever the, the globe model and such, but like even the planets and stuff, like the idea of like gravity, there's like equations that the people try to figure out, like, how's that planet over there? And how's that like star over there? And like to, to explain it to, to my understanding, because I do not, um, there's no math that makes sense. But if you flip the model and you look and use look at it through this uh, this viewpoint of an electric universe where there's like a sun and like there's the the soul there's solar it's like the um the magnetospheres and the idea of there's an ionosphere and like it's they're connected and there's like a, a connection between like it's hard to explain i have to brush up on it honestly myself but it really is the idea of like it's this web of connectivity fractal from a bigger greater sun or star and it's an electric universe and that's why distance reiki works because you're connected you can go out there and like it's it's just one angle to look at it because i know there's different reasons why people think distance reiki works or unless i'm maybe thinking of like shamanic work because i've seen somebody like uh do distance shamanic work where they went out and they reached somebody and they brought them back to the table and there in front of them and it, they didn't work on them and i was like not sure how like that I, I think i was trying to uh, elaborate in my mind how that how that was working but um anyway the, the the electric universe theory is just it's cool it's the idea that instead of gravity like it's all magnetism and then that even works with like your heart and like the law of one and like everything like, like that so electromagnetic field from your heart totally i feel and, like, like planets, you know yeah because everything is frequency and everything is energy and that's how to me that's Even, how distance reiki works it's just like time and space yeah. are an illusion really and that's, then it's like mm, right mm, yes it. that you. is it and also it's like linear time is illusion. it's all an illusion the but, calendar and it's all sort of like yes. a, a construct of a yeah of, of if you want to get into that side of things that's the more esoteric and like the idea of the matrix and like that's some things that, uh, yeah, it's a little more like uh, whatever you call it. Yeah, like I, I have a lot of that in my life that vanity is exposed to just because I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nut, nutball in that sense that I like to uh, dive delve into the Gnosticism and stuff of that nature, I guess you would call it. Yeah, but yeah. I also liked how you said, you know, the dark night of the soul and like that 
things aren't even dark. It's like aspects of light. And it just kind of makes me think as well, like, you know, about this, you know, we're on Valentine's day, this portal love day. And it's also Mm. like, you know, I mentioned my toxic relationship, but then if I flip it and view it from like the perspective of love, it's like, I can see a lot of light in it. And also that it taught me how to love myself, like, you know, and most important. Yeah. Also like that, that person isn't, isn't all dark. Like we're not all dark. We're not all light. We're both and we're sovereign. And then we have the choice of which aspects we want to really embody over other aspects. So it's like, you know, trying to see, yeah, trying to see the light in, in within the darkness, in the darkest of times, it's like a tool for me. It's like, if I'm not feeling like high vibe or something like is of course meditation and then breath work. And then also, you know, moving my body or like taking a cold shower to like, just change my perspective and thought process. But really a big thing for me is also gratitude. Cause like you can really there, I always can find some aspect of gratitude in like even the shittiest of things. Mm-hmm. That's like huge. Yeah. That's yeah. The biggest. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I've been loving this conversation so much. Um, I know I told Vanity that a couple weeks ago I did this like mind zero experience where I was in the sauna. It was like 200 degrees and then you went into the ice bath for two minutes And I did it two rounds and literally like both rounds, I went all the way under, like I got my shoulders all the way in and like in the ice bath. Cause I hate, Uh, I hate the cold. I know I feel like you, you love the cold. I do not like the cold and I was scared, but when I got in, the only thing that I could focus on was my breath and the breath got me through it. And by the second round, I was literally eyes closed, like meditating in the freezing cold water. Like I couldn't even believe that, that I did that. And you guys have been doing that. You've been doing that for a while now, right? Since uh, like August, I've been doing two weeks, two days a week, at least ice bath and doors. If it's snow outside, I'll go sit in the snow. But yeah, I went hard, but I like worked up to that. Like if you want the whole story, I broke my hand last December and I needed, I was like, this is not good. Like what happened was I, I fell, I got mad at the dog and I was afraid of uh, vanity moving in. I'm going to be honest. I was afraid. I was scared of losing my space and my time. And I, I was just like, it was the perfect uh, uh, shit storm. I fell down. I hit my hand and like, it was hurting. I was mad at Pantera because she wouldn't pee. And I punched the floor and I was like, I can't be, I can't be this uncontrolled of my emotions. I don't want to be with somebody like that. I don't want Vanna to be something like that. I don't want Pantera's dumb dad to be anything like that. I don't want to heal my hand now because I can't play the flute. So I went hard into the Wim Hof. I went breath work. That's the first thing I did. I started doing cold showers. I worked up over time and I made, i made it to this point where now I don't even feel cold. Like winter is my summer. Like I love the cold. I look forward to it. It's, it's like you said, like, that meditative thing when you're sitting in there it's so amazing so when you were saying you were doing that i was so excited i'm like more people are coming in the dark yeah the cold side i'm just so excited about it but uh i'm happy that you had that experience it's awesome yeah i love it i signed up i'm going again next sunday and yes uh, the owner the owner of the of the company he is so amazing um i'm gonna have him on the podcast just because he like restarted his life in his 40s and it's just really inspiring and 
it's called the mind zero experience. And I just love that. It's literally, it gets you to your zero point. Like you all you can think about, all you can think, because when I first sat down in the water, because if I'm going to do something, I'm going all in. (laughs) I was like, like, it's freezing. I can't breathe. And I went all the way under. Right. And other people were like, I was like, no, fuck that. I went under and I couldn't breathe at first. And the mind, it starts like, you can't breathe. You can't do this. It's almost like being in a sweat lodge, like a shamanic sweat lodge. It totally has that same. The first time I ever went to do a sweat lodge, I was so terrified. Guess who was the last one in the hut? Me. You were. The sh- yeah. The shaman left me in there. He said, you're good. Just, just pray in there. I didn't want to come out. I loved it. And same the thing journey, with the ice yeah. bath. I was so afraid. And then it just like, I couldn't breathe. Literally it took my breath away. And then I was like, I got this. And like, like I said, all I could think about was, was breathing. And then it's like, it's so your mind gets to the zero point. Like you, there's a switch. There's a, I was telling you, there's a switch. That's what I, I have to flip the switch to do it. And that's, yeah. that's it. I think that's what you're saying. And so like, I mean, I'm still like, I'm a novice at the cold therapy. Like, I don't, I mean, I remember they explain all the benefits, but I don't remember all, all of them off the top of my head, but it's definitely like, if I'm feeling like shit, like I told Vanity one day, I was feeling like shit. I took a sh- cold shower. She's like, how long were you in there? I said, I don't know, like a minute. And she was like, oh my God, you did that for a minute. She's like, that's a long <laughs> time. For a minute. <laughs> you should start small. And I was like, well, I'm like a hardcore kind of a person. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it until like, I don't, then I really don't, you know what I mean? But totally, I loved it. And I love, I love, honestly, I love your vulnerability today. And I love that you shared that, you know, you were afraid and then you injured your hand, which I'm sure there's so much symbolism behind which hand was it? My right hand. It was, yeah, which, is it was the mas- right hand. which is the masculine side of the body. Which is very interesting that you, mm. you were angry and you're expressing that and you were afraid and then, how it led to look at all this beautiful healing that you've done now. And you're going to yeah. share the breath work too, right? Cause you've yeah. I've, I've helped other people. I have a group on telegram where there's an individual or for I, he's come to me probably a couple of like, yeah, I see the benefits. And like, I'm like, I, I know like from reading like Wim's materials, like the simple act of breathing together is, is just hearing like, it, there's so much benefits. It's just like, I don't know. Where do you begin? Like, it's <laughs> I know, right? It's like, we're coming up on the time. I'm actually leading an introduction to pranayama and yoga. It's pranayama, the le- moving the life force energy with the breath. So I'm going to be doing that at my studio on Saturday. And it's just so, it's so exciting. And I've also been deep diving into like hol- holotropic breath work. And that yeah. is like, woo, your brain. It's like, it's almost like you're you on get high on your own supply. You, you really literally do. get high on your own supply. It is the best, literally. And it's like years of therapy in one session. And I just, I'm a really big believer Truly. in that, in that breath work. And is that like, so what is like the Wim Hof breath work? That's holotropic breath work. It is holotropic. It is. You do 30. Yes. I love it. And just let go to atmosphere. And then you hold, you hold. And I'm up to like, I got up to four minutes on a on like six rounds. But like at this point I can do like a minute, two minutes, three minutes, like like nothing. But uh, 
Yeah. And I'm uh, now I'm doing Tummo, inner Tibetan inner fire breathing. That's the next one, which is similar to it. And it's this idea of like picturing a little ball of fire and you're like, grow it bigger, 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 bigger in your stomach. I sit outside and when it's snowing and I was just like, yeah, I just, I like to do that. I just, what one man can do or what one human can do. Cause I don't like to, to, to like to make it just man or female. I like to say human. When I, I repeat this quote, it's from the edge. It's Anthony Hopkins where they're trying to kill this bear. It's like, well, one man can do another can do now kill that fucking bear. And they go out and they do this huge feat just because they believe that other man did it. And I'm like, well, Wim Hof can do it. And, and like, there it is. The science. Uh, we can do it. He teaches people to do it. So it's just that mental, it's just that belief. It's just that switch. If you can do that, if you can train your brain and realize like your brain is what's stopping you from accomplishing it. The pain from the cold shower doesn't exist. It, it goes away because it doesn't make sense because you get numb to it anyway. So any pain that you're feeling is what it's your fear in your head that mm -hmm. you're holding on to. And if you just realize if you just breathe, you can activate your brown fat in your body and heat yourself up and keep yourself warm. It's just all like, I'm, I give you this, just like science to it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it it's is spirituality. science, right? Like it's science. Yeah. when you're cold, the blood is rushing inside, right? Yeah. The, 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 the blood, you, they constrict. Yep. Yes. So then when you warm up, oh, that's the best feeling. After you come out of the ice oh, bath, you, feel, you can feel so, your blood. Moving out it. to your extremities, and you're just like, "Whoa!" I'm literally. I do the horse feet. stance. When I, I I like to go right out from the cold, right into the horse stance, and I go, tsa, tsa, tsa. And I just warm myself up, so I don't need to like. I, I just warm myself up, and that's my body. That's that's immune hygiene. That's my immune system. That's my body firing and and like and like using my body to warm myself and like burning calories. And just all it's it's the energy. It's the chi. It's the prana. Yes. It's, it's all of it's it's that it's this focus it's using it like goku is real like i'm i'm like charging up ah and i'm doing that like yeah yeah it's so good i'm so glad that it's you're so doing good. all these wonderful i things. love that you're doing the product we can come to, i love it i want to want to hear yes. about your experience I'm, I'm i sure love I'll that we're through. all on this path together and it's just amazing to share the experiences and the different modalities so um how, if people are interested in getting a sound healing or, you know, doing your breath work, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, at DC plays guitar on Instagram or at DC plays the flute. That's just the easiest way. And you will go from there. Just contact me. And uh, yeah, we can, I can, I do custom meditation tracks. I do whatever, I don't know, whatever's in the moment, but yeah, more, more have been trying to facilitate breath work and do these sound healings in a, in a space. And thank you for holding the space this evening for me and for, for my love vanity to this day and forward always. So just thank you, Lindsay. You look lovely today. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for being here um, too. I hope everybody enjoyed the conversation. It de I definitely really enjoyed it. And I'm excited to see, you know, how your path continues to unfold before you and, you know, vanity, of course, as well. And, you know, much love from me to you um, from South Carolina to, to New Jersey to my home. And yeah, connect with Daniel um, on Instagram. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed today and tune in next week for Top of Tuesday. Thank you.